Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. Welcome, everyone, to another sizzling episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. Today, I'm speaking with cast members from Arena Stages, A Raisin in the Sun, now playing at Arena Stage in Washington, D.C. Joining us will be the lead, Will Cobb, who plays Walter Lee. And so far, we have with us also today, Joy Jones, who plays Benitha. If you'd like to see this outstanding show, call the box office at 202-488-3300. Or you can visit them online at www.arenastage.org. I see everyone is on the line, so let me go ahead and bring them on in. Good afternoon. Hello, hello. Hello. All right, Will, enjoy. Hey, how you doing? Man, I'm great. I'm fantastic. I'm going to jump right in. And, uh, Will, I'm going to start with you, and then, Joy, we'll go to you. Uh, talk about how you developed your character. Um. Well, uh, I would say, uh, first and foremost, uh, really trying to mind the script and really trying to figure out where... I found some similarities and then (laughs) mining my own life, mining my own experience uh, (laughs) and finding something, finding something close in between. Um, I think for me, one of the most important things in developing my Walter Lee was uh, understanding that everything that he was trying to do, every, every negative moment that he had in the show was coming from a place of deep need and a place of deep love. Um, And trying to manage that along with having, uh, along with how he identifies himself as a man and where he fits in the world and (laughs) where he wants to fit in the world, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. So, Joy, I'm going to go to you. Sure. Um, how I developed the character. So, um, and you're going to hear, you're going to hear uh, hopefully a lot of consistency as you talk to me and Will, um, you know, actors at work. Um, like Will said, I really looked at the script and make sure, I mean, I, down to kind of making a list of everything Benita says about herself and everything people in the play say about her. Uh, and seeing what she, you know, what what she thinks of herself, what other people think of her, and then making sure that I had some understanding of that and no judgment, you know what I mean? Um, And also, like Will said, seeing what aspects of my personality or or upbringing might be similar. Um, I'm the first generation of kids in my family who grew up middle class, and so kind of knowing some of the separation. Uh, of experience that can come between generations, you know, if they have different experiences. Um, and then I also, I had, I've, I've, true confession, I've never seen any of the movies of the play, um, but I did look at, I did look at movies um, about black folks of the time period um, just to get a little sense of, <laughs> like, how they moved in the clothes. I, mean, I know that sounds silly, but to make sure I could 
you know, kind of see how they moved, how they might move. Uh, and then, of course, just interacting with the other wonderful actors in the play. Yeah, Joy, it's interesting you say that because uh, I know I, years ago I actually uh, had the opportunity to play in, in this play, and uh, one thing mm. the director said was was don't do anything with, uh, uh, with all due respect to Puff Daddy, the the, uh, the Sean oh Combs God. version was uh, had had a little <laughs> bit uh, left to be desired there, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I'll just uh, leave that where where it is. So uh, okay, Will, talk about the challenge, like a challenge you faced during the rehearsal process. You know what? Uh, I'd have to say that this rehearsal process was the smoothest and most pleasurable rehearsal process I've ever been in, and that there's I'm, there's no lie about that. There's nothing like like this. This rehearsal process was a dream. Um, our director gave us a ton of space um, to explore and to be free and to take risks. Um, and at the same time, uh, was very pointed in the notes that he did give um, in terms of guiding the direction of the story. Uh, there was a lot of trust in the room. Um, and there was a lot of talent in the room. Um, I found that, like, you know, kind of still on developing the character question, so much of what I discovered about Walter Lee, you know, 30% happened outside of the room when I'm when I was mining the lines and uh, mining the text and, and, you know, mining my life and so on and so forth. 70% of it happened when I got in the room and discovered what my castmates were thinking about me and thinking about Walter, you know what I'm saying, and how that interaction, that interaction did so much of the shaping. Um Everybody in everybody in this production came to work. Everybody in this team was on point, um, and the energy was amazing. This had to be the the most challenging part of rehearsal for me was, you know, working, and that was a pleasure. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, yeah, awesome rehearsal awesome. process. Awesome, awesome. Okay, Joy, how how about you? Um, again, like I said, you're going to hear a lot of echoes in this interview. I, I absolutely <laughs> agree. Um, it started with the, the team that Caswell Thompson, our director, assembled. And this magical thing happened where we not only respect each other, like Will said, because, you know, we're all talented, we're fabulous, we're good looking, we came to work, but we actually also <laughs> like we also like each other, so if we were getting a cup of coffee and talking about the weather or talking about the business or talking about the play, uh, enjoying each other's enjoying each other's company, so that made that made the the work quote unquote just even easier, and you could trust you could trust it. If a scene was working, it wasn't working. You know, you you knew you were all in it together, and um, 
Caswell would, would say semi-jokingly, if we made a request for something, if it was a costume piece of props, he would say, well, you know, this is a multi-million dollar institution. <laughs> and what he was, he was actually inviting us to, you know, if it is a place with resources, he was inviting us to ask for what we needed to make this play come alive. I'll give you a really quick example. Um, uh-huh. I know that, so Benita's in college, she's discovering all of these new ideas, and uh, it just came to me one night that she had read this novel, The Stranger, by this French uh, novelist, uh, Albert Camus. And I was, I came in so filled with this, I was like, Caswell, i got to have a stranger, i got to have a stranger. And he kind of chuckled, he rolled his eyes just a little bit. And then the next day, the prop people had found uh, a paperback edition of The Stranger from 1950. Uh, which was just perfect for the play. And uh, anyone sitting in the audience close enough can be like, oh, she's reading The Stranger. Oh, that's great. Nice. That's perfect. Da, 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 da. Um, and then during tech recently, I was embarrassed to ask uh, the pop people, but I was like, can I have a bookmark so that when Benita is actually reading <laughs> the novel, she's actually going back to the same place? And they were like, yeah, of course. So that sort of thing, which is not actually about indulgence. It's about making sure something real is is really happening. Um, that there was, I mean, that's, that's kind of the micro level, but on the macro level, too, there was, there was space for that, like Will said. Nice, nice. Attention to detail. Okay, Will, I'm going to go back to you. Talk about the challenges of acting in theater in the round as opposed to, say, like a, a proscenium. I mean, was that different for you? Um, for me, fortunately, uh, in grad school, uh, a lot of the productions I did were in the round. At this point in my acting career, I've actually done more productions in the round than in proscenium. Proscenium, for me, is a lot more awkward than in the round, believe it or not. Um, and that's, huh. it, that, that's totally circumstantial. Um, up at a, up at YSC, up at Yale School of Drama, a lot of our student productions happen in uh, the Eisman Theater, and the Eisman Theater is often set up um, either in thrust formation or uh, where you know three sides of the where the audience is on three sides or on all four sides. Um, not because they can't do proscenium in that space, but because, you know, we're all in school, it's experimental, and for the directors, it's one of the only chances that they're going to get to, like, design something really different in the round. Um, Because, you know, most spaces that you're going to go to out in the professional world are also going to be proscenium-based. you know, I I'd had had professional experience before coming to Yale, but uh, you know, for me, grad school was very much about having a very concentrated period of time where all I was doing was acting, all I was doing was working. And fortunately for me, there about seventy five percent of what I did was either in the cabaret where somebody was three feet away from me or in the round, and that's super comfortable for me. What I like about in the round 
is uh-huh. I don't have to worry about facing out. I just have to worry about distance, playing some angles. And outside of that, all I, all I have to do is be – it's almost more natural to me. Yeah. Um, I know that there's people seeing my back, but I don't mind that because I have the freedom to include them too. I have the freedom to turn around and give them some, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Um, for it's, it's, for me, it's a very expansive space, expansive way to act. Um, it encourages that. It encourages you to use all of yourself. Um, whereas being in that proscenium box just feels, it feels like I'm in a box. <laughs> it feels like I'm in a box. <laughs> I feel weird about having to play an angle to make sure that my body is face forward all the time. I, I don't like not being told that I can't give my back, not because I want to hide, but because, you know, there are times in life where I where my back is going to be turned to the audience because I'm really trying to land something on on my partner, um, you know. So for me, it's almost the exact opposite. Proscenium can be a little more challenging for for me than in the round. I love playing in the round. I love the energy coming from all four sides. I, it, it feels. It feels like what original theater was. It feels like, yeah. you know, it, it, all the way back to being around the campfire and everybody being around and telling the story that way. It feels tribal. Nice. It feels like it feels like what it's supposed to be. There you go. There you go, Joy. What's your thoughts about that? Um, while Will was talking, I was trying to cast my mind back. I don't think, in, in contrast. I don't think I've ever performed in the round. Um, my grad program had uh, a space that had a deep thrust. We, we used to call it almost like a, an airplane runway type of stage, or should it, I should say a long, a long thrust stage. And then I've done things in sort of an alley configuration where there's a, a center lane and then the audience is in banks on either side. But I think this is the first time in the round. Um, I would say the big things are movement, um, and some sense of angles, but knowing that, like again, like Will said, not everyone is going to see you um, at all times. I would say that the biggest thing for me has been the uh, really uh, being hel- having a healthy vocal instrument, so making sure that I warm up, steaming my voice, um, and also uh, stretching or doing yoga or even working out to make sure that my body is both relaxed and energized, and also that there's no tension in the throat, because I really the body and voice really need to be free to carry to carry that sound, carry that vibration to to that house. Um, but it does feel beautiful. It's like you know you're like in this sort of bowl of love of these people surrounding you, um, and they're watching the play, they're watching each other watch the play, uh, and that's that's magical too. Nice, nice. Okay, I'm going to go back to the actual the, the content of the play. So, Will, I'll start with you. What's your favorite scene in the play that you're not in? My favorite scene that I'm not in would probably yeah. have to be uh, the first, <laughs> the first, uh, or no, the 
actually both the George and Benita scenes are mm. hilarious to me. Yeah. Uh, particularly the particularly the second one. Uh, right. <laughs> I like um, that one too. Oh man, the that, atmosphere. Like, that the atmosphere tickles my. Oh, atmosphere, atmosphere. Yes, Lord, that, that, scene, <laughs> that scene tickles me so hard, so hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel for Benita, and, you know, in a weird way, I also feel for George. And, um, just, yeah. You know, in, in a sense, because he is lost, lost in, in, in that he's not interested in that part of himself, he's not interested in that part of his identity. He's not yeah. really that worried about bettering himself because, as far as he's concerned, he's she's fine. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, and life mm. is going to be fine for him. Uh, mm. and, and you know, there's something there's something a little broken about that, but there's also something hilarious about this young college boy who is really just trying to have fun and he has the privilege and luxury of being in a place where he's <laughs> he just want he can just have fun. And uh <laughs> you know, Benita on the other hand doesn't have that luxury in the same way. I mean, granted, she is the only person in the house who isn't trying to work. Uh but at right. the same time she is I think she's very she seems to me to be very aware of where she is and very aware of where she comes from and the importance uh of elevating herself above that, not just for herself but for the future of the, for the future and the legacy of the family um and watching those two things clash is just amazing to me. Uh, Keith is doing an amazing job with that. Joy, oh, needless yeah. to say, is doing I an really amazing job with that. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, I also remember what it is, what it was to be 18 or 19 and, you know, be really frustrated that we're on this fifth or sixth date. <laughs> and, and, and we still got to talk. <laughs> like, I, I, right. I also like just from a just from a, a young boyish slash manish perspective, am tickled by that particular struggle <laughs> for George. You know, it's, <laughs> it's it's hilarious to me. Wow, nice, nice. Okay, so we're running up near the end of this segment here. So, Joy, uh, I know you got to run in a minute. Talk very quickly about um, oh about uh, what we were just talking about your favorite scene you're not in and just uh, quickly tell us uh, what you have coming up next. Sure. Um, so um, my I have a couple of favorite scenes. Um, I love the scene at the end of part one where um, that Will has with our our young cast member Jeremiah Hasty um, the whole father son conversation and it's really what right. It's it's about as sunny as you know. It's that one of those peak sunny points in the play, and that celebration and kind of actually that whole scene from Mama giving uh, Mama giving Walter Lee 
the mon- the the remainder of the money to then Walter Lee in this communication with his son Travis. That whole generational sequence is really beautiful. Um, and then there's a second one earlier in part one where uh, Walter Lee and Ruth are talking about their relationship and how it's, it's fallen off, but how they, you know, they're sort of reminiscing about the past and how they'd like to make it better. Just watching a couple, particularly a black couple, work through that. You know what I mean? We sometimes get shown the negative parts of our community so often, so just to see a couple right. trying to work it out is really is really beautiful. Um, as far as what's next, actually in the fall I'll be doing um, a world premiere of a play uh, about Nina Simone as Nina Simone at Theater Squared in Arkansas. And I've been a part nice. of a couple workshop versions of that uh, in New York, uh, but that'll be the world premiere. The play is called The Champion. Um, the playwright is Amy Evans. So that'll be next for me after, after Raven. Awesome, awesome. Will, how about you? What's next? Man, I don't know. <laughs> it's up to it's up to the fate of the the art gods right now. Um, you know, my my second passion in life is uh Thai boxing, Muay Thai. So, you know, for the time being until something else pops up on the docket, I'm gonna go back to training and getting ready potentially for a fight. Um, and yeah, yeah, and and yeah, so that's what's up for me, man. Um, yeah, hopefully something will be coming up soon. You know how this business goes. You never know. Um, but yeah, I'm coming off of this. Uh, I feel great about opportunities to come and, you know, uh, where, where the artistic, artistic gods and users are going to take me, you know. Awesome. Okay. Well, Will and Joyce, thanks again for coming on the show and uh, break legs for the rest of the run. Thank, Thank you, you so, much. so much. All right. Y'all have a great day. You too. You too thanks man. again. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, folks. Well, remember to do something for your career every day and break a leg. Good afternoon. Looking for a show to see this weekend? Look no further than DC Metro Theater Arts. They've got reviews, Q&As with actors, and much, much more. Visit DCMetroTheaterArts.com. That's DCMetroTheaterArts.com.